This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. It's Friday, December the 2nd. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Coming up, why a man has been staging a protest at a GP surgery. The Kent test has come under the spotlight and we have a roundup of everything to look forward to in Kent this weekend. But first, a former Kent MP has admitted downloading and distributing indecent images. Paul Clark, who used to represent Gillingham, admitted a total of nine counts when he appeared at Medway Magistrates Court earlier. Lucy joins me now with more Lucy. Well, the 65-year-old gave his address as Wallington in Surrey and the court was told how he admitted the crimes when he was arrested. However, during interviews with police, he made no comment. It was also revealed how he was found to be in possession of more than 1,400 indecent images, photos and videos between April 2013 and May 2021. They ranged from the most serious, known as Category A, through to Category C. So what happens next? Well, today's hearing was a relatively short one, with Clark only speaking to confirm his name, age and address before putting forward those guilty pleas to all of the charges. We didn't find out when or where he was arrested, but it was also revealed he distributed images of children in 2020 and the following year. The case has now been sent to Crown Court for sentencing and he's been granted bail until then. And finally, just remind us of his time in office. Such as that. So education's really, really key. Kent Online reports. Controversial plans for a 4,000 home garden city in the south of Canterbury have been given the go-ahead. Hundreds of residents... 30 weeks, because I said to her, could you offer me a scan? Um, Not necessarily to say what's wrong, but I wanted to bring my 11-year-old daughter to kind of experience a scan, see the baby, see the heartbeat and see the baby alive Um, and she made it was such a more relaxed experience it was calming it was a more quiet room she gave us all the time in the world Um, she gave us a scan picture etc etc and then she gave us this beautiful bunny which my daughter had chosen with the baby's heart beating Um, but it's such a lovely thing to have as a memory. After I saw Amanda at 30 weeks, um, I had I had um, a, a bleed at home and I got rushed into the hospital and they did a load of checks, they did a load of tests. Um, the 20th of December, you know, I was walking around the hospital, I felt absolutely fine, didn't really know, I hadn't, wasn't bleeding anymore. Um, and they turned around and said to me, oh, I think we better do you another scan at the hospital. Anyway, so she did me this, another scan, various people checking. And at first she said to me, oh, I'm really sorry, there's no heartbeat. And I thought, oh, right, okay. I was like, and then I felt a kick. And I said, you need to check again. I said, I, I, I think I felt movement. And then she apologised and she said, actually, your baby isn't passed away. She said, but I've got two options. I either get the baby out right now and you get time with the baby or I leave it inside and you may not get time. 
So I was suddenly being rushed off to theatre. It was like almost a scene of like casualty, you know, where you were going down, my husband was getting gowned up with his Crocs on and I was being, had things all put in my hands and everything like that. Um, we got six hours with her alive. We had lots of photos, lots of memories, um, handprints, that sort of thing. We got to spend the night with her. Um, yeah, and it was, it was, you know, the hospital were absolutely amazing. Um, but if it wasn't for Amanda at the expectancy studios offering me that 30 week scan, my daughter may have not actually seen her alive. She, you know, we wouldn't have got the heartbeat bare. Um, and I think it's a really wonderful thing that we've now got. Kent Online reports. A Margate charity is celebrating 20 years of providing opportunities to young people in Kent. Pie Factory Music was set up in 2002 and has supported 50,000 people through youth work, music and arts projects, pastoral care and counselling, where they're holding a night of live music in Margate on Saturday to celebrate. Steph Dickinson is the managing director and has been speaking to reporter Jamie Long. I think it's so important, especially in the light of um, creative opportunities not always being available to all young people and um, it's less available. So like when I was at school, you could do a lot more in terms of music and creative arts that that being less the case um, it's so important that young people have a safe space um, to, to kind of be themselves, to express themselves and also to have creative opportunities that they might not be able to afford usually. And what have some of your highlights been during your time uh, at the charity? What, what have been some of the standout moments for you? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's really um, it's really incredible to get to this point because I actually used to attend Pi when I was a teenager myself. So I had um, the benefit of like free guitar lessons and performance opportunities as a teenager. So to see to see kind of the charity grow over the last 20 years and now be, you know, part of the, the continuation of it has been amazing. And some of the most amazing things have been um, our young social action group doing events locally to raise awareness about different issues. So seeing young people um, caring very deeply about their community and doing something about it, they've done um, they did a big sleep out the other the other day. Actually, they slept out outside in cardboard boxes in solidarity with homeless people to raise money and raise awareness. Um, we've done trips. We've done trips to Finland. We did an exchange with some young people to Finland. Um, countless gigs all over East Kent and actually over um, all over the UK. Uh, in different in different um, locations. And now with a look ahead to everything going on in Kent this weekend, here's Sam Laurie. It's that time of year where our usual theatre and music offerings are all being replaced by Christmas concerts and pantos. So that is all we really have for you this weekend. But if, like me, you are well and truly in the Christmas spirit now that it's December, then hopefully that won't be a problem. We've got a list of some of the most festive concerts taking place across the county, from traditional candlelit carols to sing-along classics. If you love nothing more than singing your favourite Christmas songs at the top of your lungs, then you'll want to check out our online guide to Kent's Christmas concerts this weekend. And when it comes to finding something to do with the little ones, don't worry, we have got that covered too. We've got 10 of the most magical Santa's grottos in the county where you and your family can meet the man himself and hand over your Christmas list in person. From enchanting indoor experiences to outdoor nature trails, there are lots of places in Kent where you can spot Santa this month. Find them all online. 
There are also two festive film experiences kicking off in the county this weekend. You can cosy up in your car and watch some of your favourite Christmas movies as the Lunar Cinema Drive-In returns to Blue Water. And from this weekend, the Gulbenkian in Canterbury is showing lots of family films, including Home Alone, Arthur Christmas and The Polar Express, on the big screen throughout December. As you might remember last week that I mentioned some festive events coming up, such as Mission Christmas at the historic Dockyard Chatham, the Christmas Light Trail at Leeds Castle, the launch of the Marlowe Theatre Panto, and the opening of Rochester Christmas Market. Well, our reviews of all of these events are now up online, so if you're thinking of heading along to any this weekend, you might want to see what we thought of them first. And finally, speaking of the Rochester Christmas Market, that will be open again this weekend, but with the extra edition of the Dickensian Christmas Festival. The weekend festival celebrates Medway author Charles Dickens and his incredible work, including, of course, A Christmas Carol. There will be street entertainment, costumes, live music and more, all taking place in the historic town of Rochester this weekend. I think that just about covers it for this week, but don't forget, if you know of any local events taking place near you, you can always submit them to our What's On calendar for free. Simply head to the What's On website, fill out the online form, and you can share your festive event with everyone on there. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham will be hoping to move out of the League Two relegation zone when they welcome Salford City to Priestfield this weekend. The Jills are currently second from bottom in the table, having lost four of their last six in the league and they've won just two games all season. Tomorrow's opposition are 14 places above them and kickoff is at the slightly earlier time of 12.30. You'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online. We'll also have details of the result in bulletins on our sister radio station KM. FM on Sunday morning. Plus, you'll be able to hear further reaction in the podcast on Monday. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also get an update of the top stories direct to your email each morning by signing up to the briefing. To do that, just head to kentonline.co.uk. And whilst you're on the site today, you can read the latest review from our secret drinker. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with the podcast on Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars, including MG, Seat and Vauxhall.